When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway alongside James D. Jackson, Sooners Illustrated and 24-7 Sports. At the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Getting ready for the Valero. Yeah, take a view. Take a view. Great scene here. I was here a couple years ago. Obviously, Oklahoma played Oregon Mm -hmm. uh, a couple seasons ago. A lot has changed since then, as Brett Venables put in his press conference today. Feels like a decade ago. I agree. A lot has changed since then. But here we are two years later. Oklahoma's playing Arizona on Thursday night. James and I are normally with you after the game, and we will be. But we figured let's let's hop in and preview this thing a little bit. We're here. We got time. We're in San Antonio. Let's break down this matchup a little bit. So, James, obviously... The thing that bowl season is most known for in 2023 is guys opting out and teams being shells of themselves when they get to the bowl game. Yep. That's not really the case here. Oklahoma and Arizona both, for the most part, have got a lot of their main guys. Arizona's got a lot of guys come back next year, a lot of buy-in. The same goes for Oklahoma. Obviously, some pieces on that old line, Dylan Gabriel, but otherwise, pretty much the whole defense is intact. The offense is going to have a lot of key guys still out there playing. This is kind of one of the best bowl games that there is outside of the playoff. This should be a great matchup tomorrow. Definitely. It seems like a lot of a lot of the guys on each team decided to come back and play in this bowl game. They all know how, you know, how important this is yeah. for the programs, things like that. Arizona just wants to be here. I mean, it's like Brent Venables has said it many times. That team hasn't had a lot of like success lately in the bowl games. Now mm-hmm. they, they're turning their program around. They're finally here, and those guys are going to play. We talked to their players yesterday, and they're like, this is our championship, man. We're, we're all going to be here. There's only one guy that's opted out, and he's an offensive lineman for them. You know, yeah. you look at overall on the defensive side for Oklahoma, Brent Venables brought a lot of guys back. And you know, so they're going to play. And all those guys are going to be there. And that's going to help out a lot, especially as they go against Arizona, which is a very high-powered offense. There are big questions, as you said. Just just, just Jackson, yeah. Jackson Arnold, seeing how he's going to play in a bowl game and see how he's going to perform. And then you also got offensive line, new offensive coordinator. Those are the big changes for this bowl game. But other than that, it's all going to be the same. And even the Seth Latrell, the new offensive coordinator we talked to him yesterday, he's like, we're going to run the same plays we've always run. I mean, we're not going to change too much in just this time, this this week span. So everybody should be very comfortable what happens on, on Thursday. Absolutely. So look at each side of the ball. Offensively, the storylines are, are very obvious for Oklahoma. First start for Jackson Arnold. Yep. It's his show. Yep. His era is underway. 
Also, obviously, the first game, like you just mentioned, for Seth Luttrell and Joe John Finley as co-OCs. Obviously, Seth will be the one calling the plays on Thursday night. He said in his press conference yesterday, which you can watch on the YouTube channel, they're not going to change a ton. You know, They don't plan to reinvent the entire offense in the few weeks since he took over. That's for the offseason. So it'll look still Jeff Lebby-ish, but with a different you know, kind of twinge to it with Seth Luttrell running the show. How interested and excited are you just to see this offense with Arnold getting the, you know, you imagine kind of taking the, you know, the training wheels off a little bit more than what we've seen when he's gotten in there this season. Full game, his run of the show, set the trail on offense. I mean, there's a lot of intrigue when it comes to Oklahoma, what they're going to do offensively. Definitely. I want to see how Seth Luttrell handles certain situations. What does yeah. he call in a, in, a punt, in a pinch? What does he call in the red zone? What does he, he I mean, how, how does, yeah. what does he lean on? And I also want to see from Jackson Arnold, is how, how big of a playmaker is he going to be? There's a lot of Oklahoma mm -hmm. quarterbacks that have come through here that have been, you know, Heisman winners. You know, you kind of you don't want to expect it from anybody, but Jackson Arnold's in that group. He's in that conversation as he's already a five-star guy coming in. Those guys weren't game managers. They weren't out there just running the exact play that's, that's called and, and handling responsibilities. He's got to be a guy that can, can, can yeah. make plays and do his own thing every once in a while. You know, make a play here when Oklahoma really needs it. How will he, will he be able to do that? He'll have a very good test against Arizona, Arizona in this one. So that'll be fun to see. What's going to happen there? What, what about you? What yeah. do you got? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much, you know, pressure kind of on Jackson Arnold because, I mean, fair or not, and it's not fair, but the way it is is that whatever he does out here tomorrow, that that's what we're all going to go on yeah. for eight months or whatever until he takes over next September. If he plays great, he's winning the Heisman. Mm -hmm. If he's shaky, everybody's going to think, oh, gosh, he, he's not what we all thought he was. And so my advice would be to not overact too much either way. I think he's going to be good. I'm excited to see it. You know, they have a lot of the key pieces. We talked about the, the offensive line has been well documented. They're going to be missing three starters in this game. Obviously, Andrew Rame, Tyler Guyton, the NFL, Caden Green transferred over to Missouri. Mm -hmm. But you still have both your tackle or, you know, the tackles who started the last game with Sexton and Walter Rouse. You still got McKay Mattoyer. Then you kind of fill in from there. Troy Everett played this season. Probably Caleb Schaefer at that other guard spot. So they have veterans in there. I don't think the offensive line is going to be too shaky. But yeah, there's a lot to, to be interested in offensively. Uh, all the way around. You know, that's, what does Sawchuck look I mean, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of interest. That's the thing about that offensive line. I mean, we talked about it all season long. It's kind of weird that all these guys were coming in, plugging and playing. Now it's a benefit yeah, now because now there's, yeah. there isn't anybody that's starting for the offensive line in this game uh, on Thursday that hasn't played this year. So we, right. they've all had reps with the starting unit. And so that'll be, that's already good for Oklahoma as they had all these different scenarios happening for them on the offensive line. So that'll be, that'll be fun to see. Yeah, good defensive front for Arizona too. They're uh, one of the better rush defenses that Oklahoma's seen this year. Top 30, I think, in sacks. So they, they got some guys who can get after you. The passing, the secondary is their weakness. They have given up some yardage in the in the air this year, so maybe Jackson Arnold can take advantage of that with all these receivers who are all playing. Obviously, Farouk's still here. Obviously, you know, Drake Stoops is going to be out there. He wouldn't miss a game with his life depending on it. And uh, all the other guys, I mean, Nick Anderson, it's going to be fun to see what Jackson Arnold can do with these guys in his first real start tomorrow. Now, defensively, big challenge. Arizona can really play on offense. They have a lot of studs. Obviously, Fafita, the young quarterback, you know, Jed Fish talked about it today. He took over as a freshman in a pinch. They lost a couple of close games to Washington and USC. And then after that, this offense has been humming. The end of the year is one of the hottest teams in the country. They've got a stud young receiver, McMillan, who's top 10 in the country in receiving yards as just a sophomore. He'll be back next year. And like we said at the top, a lot of their key guys, pretty much all of them really, are playing in this game. So offensively, it's going to be a challenge here for Oklahoma's defense. This Arizona team can move the ball and put up some points. Yeah, and Brent Venables is talking about it a lot. This team has found their rhythm 
heading into the end of the season. And that's that's not the teams you usually want to play mm-hmm. when you're going to a bowl game. It's like this team is hasn't very, been very shaky since uh, the quarterback came in and took over and, and just found his way. Jeff yeah. Fish talked about that as well. It's like they just they handed it all well now. They're they're really good. They're humming as you said. And yeah. this offense is is Oklahoma fan. That's something you need to worry about because that's something you need to really pay attention to because. They found their rhythm, and he's a guy that's very committed to Arizona, the quarterback, and they talked about how you know how much of a leader he is at yeah. the press conference today. So that's something you need to worry about if you're Oklahoma. Just pay attention to that. Oh, yeah, and the one thing that gives you confidence if you're Oklahoma, obviously, your defense is playing. I mean, the defense that you've seen is going to play. Danny Stutzman, back. Billy Bowman, back. The D tackles, back. Obviously, Woody Washington's playing in this game. We don't know for next season just yet, but he's going to play this week. So your your starting defense is going to be out there. So a chance for kind of a springboard into next year for Oklahoma. And also, we've talked about it the last couple of weeks, how huge it was that they got Stutzman back in Bowman. Mm-hmm. And they have a chance to go put out a good performance and just ride that into the offseason and have all this momentum with the guys you have coming in, that signing class, which we talked about. There's this is a chance for a springboard moment. It's not, you know, you throw on the panic button if they Arizona gets some points on the board, but this is a huge chance to feel good about things moving, you know, into the uh, next season in the SEC, obviously. So, I guess final thoughts in this game, and you want to make a I pick? Mean, you want to make a pick? It's it's hard. I, I, Ball I, games they, are hard. They, yeah, they're, they're very difficult. I mean, obviously, because usually you don't know who's going to be playing and things like right. that, but now it's, right. it's like this seems pretty – Pretty decent. I mean, Oklahoma's been a top five offense, top ten offense uh, throughout the year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just they have those changes now. How will they look? You know, that's, that's why it's much more difficult for this prediction, and, and, and so to speak, in terms of what we've been doing, because you don't really know how they're going to handle things yet. You don't yeah. really know. They say they're going to stay to the status quo, but, you know, we don't really know. We haven't really mm-hmm. got a chance to really look at practices as, as, as much as we have liked, would have liked to. Uh, we saw a couple, couple 15 minutes, you know, scrums here and there, but yeah. haven't really seen plays and things like that being run sure. from, from the offensive sure. units. So, I'll let you go first. I'll <laughs> let you go first. Saying all that, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I mean, I've been, you know, touting Jackson Arnold all year that I thought that, you know, he was going to be the guy, and I, I've, you know, I, I at a certain point I thought, you know, is it even that much of a drop off if you just went to Arnold now instead of Dylan Gabriel? So, uh, I'm going to say Oklahoma wins it. I think Arnold will play well. I'll take 34-27. It could easily be higher than that. I'm kind of that's kind of a head score. Like it's kind of high, but not crazy high. Because I this thing could turn into a shootout. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, two years ago when they played Oregon here, the you know it's an inside, it's a dome, it's fast, and the points started to fly around. It could get like that again. But I'll say 34-27. Oklahoma wins it. They are a slight underdog in this game. I, I think largely that it's the unknown at quarterback. Arnold never started before. They are a slight underdog, and though they're Oklahoma and they're the higher-ranked team, you know things like that. They should have, I would imagine, more of the crowd on their side. Maybe not. Arizona has traveled pretty well down here, I think. But I'll take the Sooners by a touchdown. Should be a good game. Yeah, I, I really like that prediction. Like that score. I'm going to go OU 31-24. Very close game as yeah. well. Oh, Arizona just has a lot of familiarity with, with their team. They, like we said, everybody's coming back. Things like that. OU, I think, just has the more talented overall unit, and I think that'll mm-hmm. pay very well for them. They've, they've done it before, things like that. you know. So 31-24, I like Oklahoma's odds. I like their chances here. Yeah, this is a spot that you know around the country, probably looking at this game, I'm assuming, probably think, what's Oklahoma's motivation level? I feel like these guys are locked in. They're, they're ready to play this game and finish. And so, since so many of these guys are coming back, you know, the guys we mentioned, Stoutsman Bowman, Ethan Downs, you know, I think there's a lot of – impetus and desire to win this and ride it get 11 wins 
and take it. So I think they're going to come out ready to go. Arnold's first start. I think everybody's locked in and treating this like we really want to win this. We're not just here for going through the motions. We we want to win this game. You know Arizona wants to win this game. So this should be a very intense and uh, competitive matchup tomorrow. I'm excited for it. I, I love it when you read the dictionary before you get up here. Impotence. That's a new one. There that's you go. He, he's got another one. <laughs> got to work the I've actually heard that one before, <laughs> though. So that one's, that one's just fine. I, I love there it. There you man. go. There you go. <laughs> That's it for now. James and I will be back with you tomorrow night after the game down there on the field uh, for wrapping this thing up and uh, the season uh, as we move forward into the SEC next year. There's so much content on the site, Oklahoma.247sports.com. More to come from San Antonio. Tom Green also down here with us, of course, as well. Lots there for you. More to come. The press conferences are on the YouTube channel as well. If you want to check those out from Brent Venables, Seth Luttrell, Joe John Finley, some players were alongside those guys as well yesterday. Been a great week so far in San Antonio and more to come. For James E. Jackson, I'm Josh Calloway. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night late, late, late after the Alamo Bowl here in San Antonio.